0: The PropCast on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network is presented by WinBet. Bet $100 at WinBet and get a $100 free bet. Head over to sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash WinBet. That's sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash W-I-N-N-B-E-T to claim your free bet today. Rawls are brought to you by the SGPN Merch Store. Use the promo code NFCBEAST for 15% off active until the Eagles or Giants lose their next game. And make sure to enter our World Series Prop Contest. Winner gets two hundred dollars in cash and a two hundred dollar SGPN gift card. Enter exclusively on the SGPN app. and taking a shot to ground downfield, he missed the catch and he gets in for the touchdown. The catch is made by Calvin Ridley. Wilson. Wilson throws deep. Welcome everyone to the Propcast, part of the Sports Gambling Podcast Network. It is early afternoon here on Wednesday, October 26th, here to break down the player props for the Thursday night football game. And these matchups just keep on getting slightly and slightly better this week. We have the Baltimore Ravens visiting the Tampa Bay Buccaneers and joining me as usual to break down our player props and give out some touchdown prop bets as well. For this Thursday night football game, my main man on the East Coast, the voice all over SGPN. It's Rod Gomez. Rod, how's it
1: going, my man? You say slightly better, but I don't know about this one. This is Tom Brady on the decline, so we may be in for a pretty <laughs> lopsided event here. So, uh, yeah, I'm not quite sure how, how much I'm looking forward to this one uh, as far as just watching it. Maybe betting on it will make it more interesting, but I don't know, man. I'm, I'm not sold on Tom Brady this year.
0: All right, so I'm gonna ask you, would you rather watch Ravens, Bucks, or Commandos and Bears?
1: Uh, uh Yeah, definitely the Ravens Bucks.
0: <laughs> but
1: it was a close uh, one. It was a yeah, close yeah. one.
0: <laughs> yeah, I mean, not the typical um Tom Brady and the Buccaneers that we've seen uh of the past, or at least over the past two seasons since he's been with the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. I mean, they took a L last week against A team that was really, Rod, uh, the bottom of the barrel after everything that's kind of transpired with the Carolina Panthers over the past couple weeks. Uh, Number one, firing their head coach, Matt Rule. We talked about that. Uh, They traded away um, Robbie Anderson to Arizona. And then, you know, you and I talked about it last Friday about uh, CMC getting traded over the 49ers. So it just kind of seemed like that things were. Wrapping up, I guess, for the Panthers uh, for the regular season, but hey, no, they stood their ground and they gave it to Tom Brady and the uh, Tampa Bay Buccaneers last week on Sunday, and they pulled out the shocking, shocking victory, 21-3 to over the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, dropping them to 3-4 and four on the season. Ravens, they pulled out the victory last week, a big division game. I know you and I discussed that at volumes uh, between the Browns and the Ravens, and they were able to pull that victory out where the Ravens 23-20, to so... It's definitely been an interesting year so far this uh, season, Rod. I mean, the two New York teams are kind of um, taking the crowns right now in the NFL outside of the Eagles, Chiefs and Bills. But those New York teams and Tampa on the decline and Aaron Rodgers
1: on decline, it's kind of all over the map here, Rod. What are you feeling? You know, let it not be forgotten that these are all professional football players, and they're sure. there for a reason, right? And I know, but we, as analysts, we love to say, "Oh, this team's horrible," or "These guys are all bad." But you know, they're not all bad, and every once in a while, they can put together a good game, which is exactly why the Panthers were able to do what they were able to do in the middle of a rebuild season, in the middle of a season. Uh, yeah, it's just been uh, it's just been nuts. But I, again, you know, that just goes to show that you can do all the research in the world sometimes, and we don't play the games. (laughs) So we have to keep that in mind. You know, you just sometimes have to throw it all out the window when, when players perform outside of what you expect them to.
0: Yeah. It's uh, definitely been, um, I mean, yeah, like we don't know what happened. I think like Tom Brady has been a prime example this season. Like the, we thought the man is not human, right. But we're We're finally starting to see the human side of Tom Brady this season. And maybe that has a lot to do with what's going on maybe off the field with his personal life and things like that. That's stuff that we don't want to get into or are not going to get into because we don't know the facts. And frankly, it's none of our business as well. But, you know, we just talk about what's happening on the field uh, for these Tampa Bay Buccaneers. And right now, it just hasn't been pretty. I think I was talking to Scott about this. Um, and it just felt like that for this Bucs team, it's just kind of been a huge decline on offense It without guys like A.B. and Rob Gronkowski on the field for them. I mean, those two guys – dating back to the past couple of years, have really accounted for a lot of the offense for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Not having them this season is starting to show, you know, what's kind of going on with this Tampa Bay Buccaneers offense and also the offensive line issues, right? They they dealt with a lot of injuries uh, coming into the season, whether that was in training camp or that's kind of progressed through the season here. But, yeah, hopefully uh, they figure it out, but it's not looking good right now for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, Rod.
1: Nah. And, and you talked about Gronk and and uh, Antonio. Those guys, they were both personality figures, too, on that team. And when you yeah. lose two big personalities like that, especially ones that Tom loved, you know, and, and it's just hard for him to, to deal with losing them on the field. And like you said, all this stuff going on off the field. I know I get distracted by off-field stuff, you know, because we're podcasters and we sit here, do eight shows a week. That personal life, when you're off in your personal life, you can see sometimes that it bleeds through to your professional life. So I can only imagine when you're on a national stage like that and and under a microscope already. Yeah, Yeah. it's got to be tough.
0: Yeah, 100%. But yeah, this week, another big matchup, I think, uh, for both of these teams as they're fighting for the division here. Uh, Baltimore Ravens visiting the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Um, Last week, you and I talked about how we were uh, kind of see 60 plus points being put up in that game last week surely didn't disappoint uh, the uh, New Orleans Saints and the Arizona Cardinals. So, finally, after the lackluster offense that we've kind of seen in the previous weeks, we, we at least, if you're a person that likes seeing a lot of points being put up, uh, we saw that last week between the Cardinals and the Saints. But yeah, this week, uh, interconference matchup here between the Ravens and the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, Rod. So, uh, let's just dive right into it, my man. You guys know how we do it here. Player props. And then we'll talk about our touchdown props as well. And then we'll wrap it up with uh, best bet. So, Rod, why don't you lead us off, my man. Uh, first player prop for this uh, Thursday night football game between the Ravens and the Buccaneers.
1: All right. I am going to start by giving Lamar Jackson under 278 and a half rush and receiving yards. This one's at minus 115. It may sound crazy, but I, I want to start and end my argument with this. It's Thursday night football. I'm just kidding. Okay. Uh, listen, <laughs> I mean honestly, we I we've gotten burned by under or by overs before, and I know last week was was an over fest. I get that, yeah. but at the same time, these are two good defenses too. Tampa Bay's defense is not bad, considering the fact that their offense is horrendous. Um, their defense is still not all that bad. So, yeah. but again. Uh, Lamar Jackson, even himself over the last few weeks, like last week, he only had 179 combined yards against the Browns. Um, He did have 287 against the Giants, but look, he's only really had two other big games on top of that, where he had 437 yards against Miami, 325 uh, 325 yards combined against New England. So again, Lamar Jackson's not putting up the same type of numbers that we've seen him put up week after week after week after week. So there are struggles in this Ravens offense as well. Mark Andrews' fantasy managers are are livid because he put up a clunker the other day, but that's where most of the offense comes from. So if they can bottle up Andrews, they can keep Lamar under 278 and a half. But they've also been doing a good job themselves as Tampa. Uh, Only Patrick Mahomes has gone over this mark against them. He had 283 yards uh, there as well. So you talk about Justin Fields, he actually hit exactly 278 yards a week against. So the hook came into play there. Um, so, yeah, I mean, look, and, and then teams are averaging 96 rushing yards per game. Uh, the running backs are uh, against the, uh, against the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, which means they're giving up running back yards, which is exactly what the Ravens probably want to happen this game. So take the ball out of Lamar's hands a little more as far as running the ball.
0: Yeah. And it's, it's really been interesting. I mean, you just re- read off the passing numbers for um Lamar Jackson this season it just hasn't you know it, it's I guess it's something that we're used to seeing from Lamar but Lamar's always been around that 200 yard mark but last week I mean they probably didn't really need him to throw the ball a lot and kind of thing kind of showed up in the box score where he was only 9 of 16 for 120 yards uh, did get sacked three times last week but I think it was more about the rushing attack last week for the um, uh, Baltimore Ravens and I think that was the perfect game plan because we talked about it a lot Rod that the Browns' uh, rushing defense has been mildly struggling. We saw what Austin Eckler did. You know some of the other running backs against the uh, Cleveland Browns' offense. Sorry, uh, rush defense and Lamar didn't really need to throw the ball, so that was another prime example last week. And then you know against the uh, Cincinnati Bengals, 174 yards passing, 144 against the Bills. Um, that was a crazy weather game, but yeah, I mean, look, I, I think that. Getting some of these running backs back. I know they lost J.K. Dobbins for about four to six weeks uh, that he's doing, uh, I think, a surgery on his knee. But they got Gus Edwards back last week. Uh, they have Kenyon Drake in the in the backfield, right? They have Justice Hill as well. So it's not really having to rely on Lamar's arm. Um, and I think, I think what may tip the scale here, Rod, is that the passing yards probably aren't going to be there for uh, Lamar Jackson this week. So, yeah, I definitely love that. Uh, Since you went with Lamar Jackson, I'll go with the other quarterback on the other side, Tom Brady. And I'm going to go Tom Brady over 38 and a half uh, pass attempts in this game. And again, this could probably be another game where we do see the Buccaneers trailing in this game. Right now, we see the Ravens are favored in this game. It's a very slight favorite. But the injuries that the Bucs are dealing with on the defensive side of the ball, especially in their secondary there may be some opportunities for the Ravens offense to, you know, take advantage of it. Right. And I think that maybe they will trail in this game. But on top of that, the Ravens rush defense has really been outstanding route over the last three weeks of the season where they're holding opposing running backs to only 3.9 yards per carry, which ranks top five in the league over the, in that span. But I think the couple other things that kind of stood out to me here is that Brady has been throwing the ball really all over the field through the first seven weeks of the season and in fact, he's gone over this projection of 38 and a half pass attempts in five out of the uh, seven games so far this season. And he's done that in five straight games. Ravens defense ranks number 28 in opponent pass attempts at around 38 per game. And with the approved rush defense of the Ravens, I expect Brady to throw the ball as he has been over the last five weeks of the season. So Tom Brady. Over 38 and a half passing uh, attempts uh, for this game. And I'll kind of quickly just rattle off the numbers here over the last five weeks on how many times he's thrown the football. And, oh, last week against the Panthers, they weren't trailing for most of that game. I know that first play of the game or that second play of the game where Mike Evans just absolutely drops that wide open touchdown. Um, Brady threw for 49 yards. Sorry, for 49 attempts in the game last week against the Panthers against the Steelers he threw it for 40 times against the Falcons 52 times against the Chiefs 52 times but again uh and again against the uh, Packers as well he threw it for 42 times so correct i need to correct my handicap here five games so far uh, or at least the last five weeks he's like i said he's gone over this number in every single one of those games and again if they are trailing in this game He's going to have to throw the football. But I think another part of it for me is that, like I mentioned, the Ravens rush defense has been a lot better over the past three weeks, and they may be able to limit Leonard Fournette in this game, Rod. So first play prop for me, Tom Brady, over 38 and a half uh, passing attempts.
1: That Buccaneers play sheet looks a lot like uh, pass long, pass short. And that's really all there (laughs) is to it, right? What play am I calling? Am I passing short or am I passing long? Uh, What am I doing? Yeah, Yeah, no, again, Brady may not be completing very many of them but he's definitely throwing up a ton so I, I yeah I don't know what it is about this team that's not connecting when you when you tell me that Tom Brady's throwing the ball 50 plus times I'm showing you that they're winning more than they're losing so I can't I don't know what the disconnect is you know
0: yeah 100 percent and then you kind of take a look at really the game script or their game plans for the buccaneers it's that it's it's they they get behind in early in all of these games and they're just not able to score on those first one to two drives where they can play with the lead and a lot of times i've been watching they've been playing behind the sticks as well they haven't been able to stay on schedule and in the offensive line is an issue as well. We talked about that as well. But again, it, it's 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 a, there's a lot more question marks right now for this team than answers. And again, a lot of injuries on the defensive side for this team as well. So uh, we'll see how this one pans out on Thursday night football. And before we continue here, guys, uh, we'll get into Rod's next player prop. Let me tell you where you can bet on these props. It's over at our presenting sponsor, WinBet. Thinking of joining WinBet? Well, now is the perfect time. New customers who bet $100 get a $100 free bet. And if you're looking to join the WinBet Biggest Winners Club, whoever hits the biggest parlay on WinBet odds-wise gets a $1,000 free bet. WinBet truly is hashtag DGENs only. Plus, use WinBet's Build Your Own Bet to build some amazing same-game parlays. There's so much to choose from, and all you have to do is head over to sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash winbet so so they know that we sent you. That's sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash W-Y-N-N-B-E-T to claim your free bet today. Offers of to change terms and conditions at winbet.com. Must be 21 years or older and present in the state where playthrough winbet is available. If you or somebody you know has a gambling problem, call 1-800-522-4700. And the Sports Gambling Podcast is also giving away a chance or giving you a chance to win your choice of either an autographed Lawrence Taylor or autographed Brian Dawkins jersey. Contest is completely free to enter. All you got to do is do three steps. Number one, subscribe to youtube.com slash sports gambling podcast. Two, comment on a video, and each video is a new chance to win. Three, make sure you turn on your notifications so you don't miss the SGP network or SGP contacting you when they pull the winner. So again, subscribe to youtube.com slash sports gambling podcast, comment on a video. Each video is a new chance to win and then turn on your notifications so that you know, when we announce the uh, winner of these autographed jerseys of either Lawrence Taylor or Brian Dawkins. And last but not least world series starts on Friday and we have a contest where we're giving away a lot more stuff. Winner of this props contest will get $200 in cash plus a $200 SGPN gift card. Entered today exclusively only on the SGPN app. All right, Ron, let's keep it going here, my man. Next player
1: prop for this Thursday night football game. What do you got? Here's the name that we talk about all the time, right? Cade Otten, <laughs> the tight oh. end for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Look, his receiving total is set at 285 half. Uh, I had to jump on this because uh, one, we kind of get tired to talk about the same players week in and week out, right? And I don't know too many people uh, talking about Kate Otten right now, uh, especially given the fact that it's not the sexy name as a as a pass catcher in Tampa. But writing your narrative about what, uh, Tom Brady putting up a ton of passes, he's going to have to throw them somewhere. And he does love his tight ends. Doesn't have Cameron Brate. Doesn't have Rob Gronkowski anymore. Uh, doesn't have any of the great Tampa Bay uh, tight end. So now we're left with Kate Otten, but look, Otten has 21 targets so far this season, which is six most on the team. We talked about Cameron Brait, he gone, right? Cameron Brait had 22. Uh, he was the, f- and he's still the fourth most targeted player on the, on the squad, Russell Gage, same thing, right? Um, so Cade has 163 yards over the course of the, uh, of the season, but He's been over this mark in three of four games uh, where he had 64 last week against Carolina, 43 against Atlanta, and 29 against Kansas City. So Kate Otten's actually catching passes and he's catching passes for yardage. So I, I like that trend. And then over the last four weeks, a tight end has surpassed this total against the Ravens. It was Najoku last week with 71. Uh, Daniel Bellinger of the New York Giants with 38. Uh, Hayden Hurst with 53. Dawson Knox had 40. Go back to a couple of weeks before that. Mike Gusecki had 46 against these Ravens. So tight ends are finding yardage against this Ravens team. Uh, and I think that continues as Tom Brady's got to find somebody to catch passes. And and if if it's a Kate Otten in the middle for six, seven yards a pop, I'll take that as long as it goes up to 29 by the end of the game.
0: Yeah, I think there's a couple of things that you highlighted, well, that I love about the handicap, right? Number one, no Cameron Bray, no Russell Gage either. So that's those two guys that you are already down on this offense for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers laid out the numbers that he's been involved in the offense. Maybe not heavily as much as Mike Evans and Chris Godwin, but there's another target just for Tom Brady to have. And you mentioned that Brady all throughout his career loves his tight ends, right? Rob Gorkowski, Tom Brady. um, It's, it's, it's an opportunity for him to, for him to, again, find a guy like, Uh, Kate Otten, like you mentioned, especially if there's attention going to be on Mike Evans um, and Leonard Fournette for that matter as well in the passing game. So I do love it. And again, the numbers that you just laid out, what tight ends have been able to accomplish yardage wise against the uh, Baltimore Ravens. A lot of success over the past what four weeks there uh, for uh, these tight ends. So I think there's a little conservative number here. You no, know, maybe we do, again, see a lot of points being scored in the game, a lot of offensive fireworks possibly again, Rod. So, yeah, I do love it uh, for uh, this player prop. Uh, what was the number again? You said 28 and a half? 28 and a half. That seems so low. Yeah, yeah, I love it. All right, um, I'll stay on the Buccaneers' side here as well, my man. Um, I'm going to go with uh, Chris Godwin over six and a half receptions. Last week I was on his yardage. I think I mentioned his uh, receptions as well, so I was on the wrong side of that one uh, on the yardage. But he did get over his uh, receptions last week. So, I mean, I highlighted at the top of my first player prop with uh, Tom Brady going over his past attempts. You know, you threw in a guy there that's going to be targeted getting over his yardage. Well, I think Chris Godwin's another guy on this offense that should get the receptions. And again, we talked about right now that there's not a lot of options right now throwing the football for Tom Brady. Gage is going to be out, like I mentioned. We mentioned Cameron Brady as well. But you look at last week, and I know the Bucks were playing from behind for most of that game against the Panthers, but I I highlighted that the Ravens' uh, rush defense has been great over the last three weeks. And like I said, since I am taking the over on the Brady pass attempts, well, there's really only only you know, two guys, at least at uh, the wide receiver positions, that he can throw the ball to. It's the same old names, Mike Evans, Chris Godwin. Last week, Chris Godwin um, didn't get over his receiving yards, like I mentioned, but he did uh, make the catches for the Bucks on the offense. Last week, he had 13 targets, which was second to Mike Evans, but he did finish the game with six catches. Godwin has at least five catches in four straight games for the Bucks and he's been in double-digit targets in three out of the last four weeks uh, for the Tampa Bay offense. So I expect this to continue with his target, sh- target shares being high and really no other options for the Bucks offense. So Chris Godwin over six and a half
1: receptions in this game uh, for the Tampa Bay Bucks offense here, Rod. I think the most encouraging thing is the targets themselves because targets represent opportunities. All he's got to do is catch a couple more of those. And so, uh, you know, a lot of focus has to go into this week. A lot of focus has to go into catching passes that are thrown his way. And I'm sure Tom Brady has had more than his fair share of talks with both of his receivers, both of his star receivers is like, listen, I I can't catch the ball for you. I can literally put it where I'm putting it and you have to come up with the catch. So, um, I, I expect that heart to heart. If, if Tom Brady came up to me and told me I got to start catching his passes, I would probably take that to heart. So I, I would think that, yeah, if you're targeting more than 10 times, coming up with at least seven of those catches uh, should be manageable.
0: Yeah, a little bit of breaking news as we are uh, getting to the trade deadline in the NFL. Uh, Bears, I think defensive end, Robert Quinn headed to the undefeated Philadelphia Eagles uh, to just add some more firepower to that defense, Rod. Wow. Yeah, <laughs> that's all you can say He's right.
1: Yeah, no, seriously, that's about the initial reaction from me. I, that's some firepower. I, I don't know what yeah. it is, but these Eagles, they're making a run for it. We may have a happy bot. Munaf, we all may get raises by the end of this if the Eagles have a fantastic season, right? From your mouth to God's ears. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Rod, if you're listening.
0: Uh, all right, uh, where are we at? So I gave two of mine and we uh, two of yours. So let's get to your last player prop and then we'll uh, dig in some touchdown props for this game. So what is your last player prop, Ron?
1: Wouldn't be me without a kicker or a defensive stat, right? Well, of course, I'm gonna not. Take, of course not. So I'm heading to Ryan Suckup over one and a half field goals. This one's at uh, one oh five minus one oh five. Look, he's only had two games where he hasn't had at least two field goals. So, um, and then Ravens have actually had three games uh, that they haven't at least given up two attempts, and then four with less than two. But here's here's the thing about this: this game to me shapes up like a, a Thursday night football game in which we're probably going to have a hybrid between what we saw last week and what we saw to start the, uh, the season off. And what we saw to start the season off was everything was a field goal. So, uh, you know, if you're telling me that I only need Ryan suck up one of the better field goal kickers in the league to kick me two field goals on a Thursday night game, where we've seen probably nothing but field goals. And even in that game last week, we saw some field goals. So the trend has been there on Thursday night games. Um, yeah, he hasn't necessarily uh, been the money maker that he usually has been in his career, mm-hmm. but I, I trust him to make two field goals in this game. I trust the the uh, the Tampa Bay Bucks to at least attempt two field goals in this game, and the way he's been hitting, um, I, I expect him to make both of those and and cash this prop. And it, what's crazy is that this is juiced on the the side where it's it's not favored to to actually hit. So I, I like getting a little bit more of a value on that one as well.
0: Try the last three weeks he's gone, uh, or he's made at least two perfect uh, on the season so far, Rod 10 of 10 on his uh, attempts and, and makes four or four from uh, 20 to 29 yards and uh, from 40 yards to 49 yards, four or four. And he's attempted one that's uh, been 50 yards or more. And he absolutely nailed that one, which was against the Steelers. So and he's made all five of his extra points as well. So, as far as field goes, look, he has a hundred percent success rate. I think that's something that uh, Coach Todd both knows. So they're in a situation where they're in fourth and three, fourth and five, whatever the situation may be. You know, you're putting your kicker out there that has been pretty much perfect. I mean, he has been perfect so far this season. So I think that opportunities will be there. And like you mentioned, um, it is Thursday night football, so we kind of got to sometimes throw the stats out of the window and use our eye test on what we've seen so far uh, on Thursday night football. All right, uh, let me get over to my last player prop. I'm going to go with Gus Edwards over 44 and a half rushing yards. Look, Edwards made his debut last week for the Ravens after missing last season from that torn ACL injury. And he looked great for this Ravens rushing attack. We know that they are going to be without JK Dobbins for about four to six weeks. And the depth is a little bit thin there. It's really Drake. It's Edwards Lamar. We could throw in Justice Hills name there, but it's really about uh, Gus Edwards. Now I think in Kenyon Drake as well, but last week Edwards, I think this was really shocking to me, Rod is that he coming off the, ACL injury in his first game back. He had 16 carries for uh, uh, 66 yards on the ground uh, for the Ravens. That's about 4.1 yards per carry. He led the team in carries and I expect that to continue for him this week against the Bucks. Bucks rush defense over the past several years has been one of the best, but this season they've taken a step back. They ranked number 16 at 4.4 yards allowed per attempt. And over the last three weeks, it's slightly, very, very slightly worse at 4.6 so it hasn't been much better, hasn't been much worse, but it have been consistent right at that number 16 mark. But last week we talked about how the Ravens rushed the ball 44 times. It was led by Gus Edwards and Lamar Jackson. And the other concerning part for me last week, uh, the Carolina Panthers against this uh, rush defense of the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, Dante Foreman, Chuba Hubbard, ran for a combined 24 carries for 181 yards. They both, Foreman and Hubbard, average seven yards per carry in that game now you have to go up against gus edwards i know he's coming off the acl injury rod but over his career he's averaging 5.2 yards per carry when he does get the ball so i think that if he gets fed 10 to 12 times in this game i think he can get over this number of 44 and a half uh so i'm going gus edwards over 44 and a half rushing yards
1: I have a feeling that they're going to mix him in a lot more over the course of this next game as well. Cause that you're right. He was just getting his feet wet back coming back from his injury. So I I, 16 for 66 on a guy that's just making his, you know, uh, his debut on the field after that. That's, that's impressive. And I I continue to say it, but this triple option offense in Baltimore runs through their up backs, their, their uh, running backs. I know that Lamar is a running threat in and of himself and they've, basically had to kind of rely on him because Dobbins has been a little ineffective because he got injured again. And you know, the, it just didn't seem like a, a solid running game behind Lamar. Well, with Gus Edwards back and showing out the way he did, which is exactly why uh, off that I, I went with the under for Lamar on rushing and receive uh, rushing and passing yards, because I feel like Gus is going to get a majority of the work. He may end up getting 20 carries in this game. And if he does, and he's going to blow past that mark and that mark is so low. Why
0: is it so yeah, low? It is. Um maybe the market just hasn't caught up to it because of you know it's a second game back, and there's maybe spitting numbers out there, thinking that this Bucks defense is still the same defense that it has been over the past couple years as far as rush defense, but they've been middle of the pack so far this season. I was looking at his rush attempts right, it wasn't posted. Uh double checking right now, it still has been posted, but this, this this yardage number is really, really low, especially for a guy, what he did last week uh, against uh, the Cleveland the Cle- yeah, Cleveland Browns last week. Um, so Gus Edwards over 44 and a half rushing yards. Um, all right, let's talk about some touchdown prop bets that we like. Uh, I know I had one, was it last week with Taysom Hill? That one got across the board for me, so hopefully we can continue uh, cashing some anytime touchdown prop bets. Uh, so, Rod, what do you got this week? Uh, what touchdown props do you like?
1: I'm gonna stay on the Gus bus. I really am. 16 Bloody of 66 for two touchdowns last week, like you said against the Browns. Um, his anytime TD number is at plus 135. Uh, yes, you listeners out there can go and double check that for me. Uh, he's got plus 850 for the first touchdown. Is is uh, something that I think you could sprinkle out there as well. The Ravens get the ball first. They're gonna get close to the goal line. Who are they gonna give it to? I mean, obviously for thinking he's gonna get his first share of work, you gotta expect him to get the the work close to the goal line as well. So. Um, I like either one of those eight fifty for first or plus one thirty five uh, for an any time. But running backs have had Tds in three of the last four games against the bucks. You talked about Hubbard just a second ago, Avery Williams gotten in the end zone against them for Atlanta. and of course, ceH found the uh, end zone against these bucks as well. So they haven't been able to keep and and to your point, they haven't been able to keep running backs in check, and that means keeping them out of the end zone as well. So, you, you know, a, a, an exclusively running team like the Ravens, their running back is going to probably score a touchdown in this game if anybody scores a touchdown. So let that be Gus Edwards in it. Plus 135. That that line is actually juiced a little less than what I thought it would be uh, given what his numbers, his overall numbers are. But whatever, we'll still take it.
0: Yeah, I love it. Look, uh, last week we saw it. I know it was against the Cleveland Browns uh, rush defense. That hasn't been very good. We talked about that, but I think that, now you have Gus the Bus back for your offense, and I think that takes a lot of pressure off of Lamar Jackson having to throw the football. Which is again, like you mentioned, perfectly correlated with your under on Lamar Jackson's rushing and uh, passing yards this season. Uh, so definitely love Gus the Bus, and definitely again sprinkle on his first touchdown. Which Rod is correct about plus eight fifty uh, for his first touchdown for him to score the first touchdown of the game, and then plus one forty uh, for any time touchdown for Gus Edwards. Um let's see there was a couple of ways I wanted to go here for my touchdown props um it, it's been interesting that Chris Godwin hasn't re- uh, had hasn't had a receiving touchdown yet or a touchdown at all this week and he's still priced at plus 155 I don't like that um you know what I'm going to take a page out of your book Kate Auden why not plus 310 to score a touchdown uh for the tampa bay buccaneers i'll throw that one out there i think that again we talked about how brady loves his tight ends i think they'll be able to find ways to move the ball down the field and i think that they're gonna have to get creative in the red zone i think we saw it last week where they did struggle a little bit against that carolina panthers defense which i think is more one of the more underrated defenses but we've talked a lot about the secondary of this uh, baltimore ravens team that has struggled this season as far as giving up passing yards to opposing quarterbacks uh, but I, I think that with the attention that may go to Mike Evans and Chris Godwin in the red zone, I think that may open up the opportunity for uh, Cade uh, to get a touchdown here. Anytime touchdown is plus 310. First uh, touchdown score is going to be, let's see here, 17 to 1. Now, Rod, I know Kramer puts out his first touchdown props for all the primetime games. I'm, 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 I have a feeling he's going to be on that list. Kate Otten at seventeen to one. We'll we'll confirm that tomorrow.
1: Look, Kramer loves to throw out those dogs as first TDs, and that is a gigantic dog. So yeah, I, I foresee that coming on there. But I, I love this pick though, by the way, because you're right. They got to get creative, right? They've got to figure something out. And so uh, if if that means getting Kate Otten involved in the red zone and and actually having Brady look his way um, to try to to break this this whatever they've got going on. Yeah, yeah, I mean, that's what it's going to take.
0: Yeah. All right, so where can you bet on all these player props? Well, no house advantage. No house advantage is changing the game by offering the most dynamic fantasy sports platform available today. Play and pick them contests versus other people for the shot at winning 250000 plus in cash. All you got to do is download the app, choose a contest, select your player props. Hopefully you use the ones that we just gave out to you guys. Earn points for correct picks and climb the leaderboard for your shot to win big money every single day. You can also test your skills versus a house and 20 extra entry if you hit all of your picks. Bet up to bet on up to five player props, their over-unders, or individual player matchups across every major sports league, including the NFL, NBA, MLB, PGA, MMA, and NASCAR. Sign up now with promo code SGPN at NoHouseAdvantage.com or download the app on the App Store to get a first deposit match up to $25. Make sure to check out No House Advantage today and experience daily fantasy sports redefined because it's not how you play, but also where you play. You won't want to miss out on this. All right, Rod, let's uh, wrap up this episode strong. Let's finish out with our best bets for this Thursday night football game between the Baltimore Ravens and the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Uh, What are you highlighting as your best bet for this uh, game?
1: I I think we'll just stay with Kate Otten. I I like this over 28 and a half receiving yards. It just seems like such a low number set. I mean, I understand that this is Kate Otten and and that, you know, the possibility for him to just completely come out and catch one pass for eight yards is there. But in a game like this, I I just don't see that happening. And like we just talked about before the break, you, you can't count out them getting creative with the offense and, you know, for Kate Otten to catch a couple more passes than he normally would in this game and, uh, you know, hit 29 yards. I, I like that opportunity.
0: Yeah, he's done it throughout the last four weeks. And again, almost half of the, uh, almost half of those yards have come on uh his longest receptions over the last four weeks. He's at 12, 12, 17 and 35 uh, for the uh, Buccaneers offense. So if he has one catch of, again, 35 yards, Rod is in the money. Uh, so yeah, best bet, Cade Auden over 28 and a half receiving yards uh for Rod's best bet. Uh for my best bet, I got to go with Gus the Bus Edwards. I think this number is way too low here, Rod. 44 and a half rushing yards. We saw what he was able to do last week. I know again, it was against the Browns rushing attack, but this Bucks rushing a defense has not been very good either. Um so I think that Gus the Bus looked great last week, 16 carries, led the team in carries. I think that'll be another uh, thing um uh, or another stat where we want to keep an eye on going forward that now that he is back for this rushing attack last week, Ravens ran it 44 times. I'm not expecting them to run it again. Another 44 times. If they do, if they're having six on the ground, great for us. Uh, and if it's going to Gus Edwards and hopefully in the same manner, he's able to break one out for a touchdown. Uh, so we can cash a couple props together, uh, Kill uh, two birds with one stone there. So I'm going to go Gus Edwards over 44 and a half rushing yards. as my best bet for this Thursday night football game between the Baltimore Ravens and the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. All right. That's going to do it for this edition of the prop cast for the Thursday night football games already week eight ever. So or cool. It's crazy to say one week away from the halfway point of the uh, NFL season, Rod, but anything
1: else you want to mention for this game, anything else you want to get off your chest before we get out of here, buddy? No, sir. Just uh hopefully this is an entertaining game as we've come to expect uh, from these two quarterbacks, but uh, yeah, I mean, we'll see. We'll definitely either all love it or all hate it at the same time. <laughs> but in the meantime, <laughs> follow me on Twitter at RJ Gomez. There's a link in the bio to everything I've got going on, whether it's here, whether it's Sportsbook Review, or whether it is in between media. As always, we'll be back with uh, more NASCAR and, of course, more CFL and more F1 as the week goes on. But uh, yeah, then we'll be back with the next propcast, right, Munaf?
0: Yes, sir. We'll be back on Friday as usual uh, to do the Sunday uh, player props. So definitely look out for that again. Make sure to get over to the NASCAR gambling podcast. If you're like me and you don't know anything about NASCAR, but you like winning money, make sure to check out Rod and Cody. Those guys have been crushing it all season long. Uh, The best NASCAR gambling podcast out there. Not being biased because they're on our network and they're uh, my friends and, and my buddies, but I don't see any other NASCAR gambling pods cashing the amount of tickets these guys are uh, cashing. So definitely check out Cody and uh, Rod over on the NASCAR gambling podcast. And again, like all the pods that both Rod and I do for the SGPN network. All right, Rod, we'll be back on Friday as usual to discuss our Sunday player props. Till then, hopefully we have a profitable Thursday night football uh, player props night. We'll recap it on Friday. Hopefully it's a great game as well. Till then, good luck with your picks. Let's break these books off and let it ride.